I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. The grand finale. I can't believe it's all over. Like, I literally <laughs> just can't believe it. Yeah. How many weeks was it in total? Well, 35 episodes, wasn't there so? See, at least nine. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, at least we're heading into the summer. Yeah. Australian winter, but our summer. <laughs> Where do you want to start? So much drama. Everybody was in the room, weren't they? Everybody was in, yeah, everybody was in the room. I have to say, I was slightly disappointed that we didn't get to see some of the more contentious couples mm. take the sofa. We certainly unpacked a lot of drama, though. It started off, though, quite PC with the success story of the series, Tani and Ollie. Yes, the super couple. Yeah, and... Did we get anything new, really? No. No. Nothing at all. Not the same old, same old. It was like every week. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're doing great. Happy days. Great. Yeah. It's fabulous. So, and it's still fabulous. And I'm delighted from it. You guys work so hard and you cheer us all up and you're fabulous and all that kind of thing. Mm, but, you know, it's great. And look, they're young, they're in love. And they're openly, openly, openly in love, aren't they? They are, yeah. Really yeah, are. No, yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. no, no cap or cloak so. on it. Yeah. Delighted for them. Next. Next. And we thought, ah, this is going to be Melinda and Leighton up next. That's what we thought, didn't we? Yeah, we thought we we were kind of saying, yeah, they'll get the good couples out of the way and then they'll move on to the bad ones. Yeah, not a bit of it, though. We got Sandy and Dan. Straight into it. Straight into it. And I'm so delighted that finally John came into his own. He did. He He had a few harsh words to say to Dan. He summed it up very well. And I know we're going backwards and forwards here a little bit. But he summed it up very well when he said, I'm kind of counting all the times you say no. And you say no to everything. Yeah. And that is just deflecting. That's demeaning to Sandy. That's demeaning to whoever you're talking to. You're not giving anybody any validation whatsoever. He didn't mince his words. Do you think Sandy got closure? I think she kind of did. I think she, she got as much closure as she was ever going to get yeah. from Dan. Yeah. You know, because like he doesn't want to admit his wrongdoings. He doesn't want to admit his fault. He's real Billy Big Bollocks, isn't he? He's just... Yeah, look, he was never going to go into all the dirty laundry that we suspect is there and has been in the articles and so on and so forth about Dan. Because let's face it, the truth had to be dragged kicking and screaming out of Dan. In particular about the conversation that Hugo overheard and the piece that we saw from Hugo. Poor Hugo was completely thrown out under the bus, wasn't he? Yes and no. At the end of the day, he said it. And in fairness to him, he owned his own words because when he was asked about it, he was up front and he said, hold on, what I said there was on the back of what I said about Taylor because I was on a big, huge rant. I was getting a lot of support from the guys And then Dan spoke up. So I think that was very honest of Hugo. And in fact, (laughs) it didn't really help Dan much because what it did was it showed how truthful Hugo was. And how much of a liar Dan was. Mm, Exactly. The death stare. Yeah, beautifully. Sandy spoke up and Sandy said to him, look, I know exactly what you're doing. I've been living with you for months, mate. Yeah, he had his back to her practically. (laughs) I know, I've seen that before. Stop it. Leave him alone. Yeah, and then don't try and intimidate me either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's well able from, she was always well able from, I think she just kind of hid her light under a bushel during the, during the experiment, you know, during the show. Um, I just think that she was trying to make it all rosy at the garden, you know. The difference with Sandy and Dan was, ironically, that they got a video montage and Tani and Holly didn't. 
And we got to see the beautiful piece where there's Dan greeting Sandy for the first time and the lovely smile and the care and all that. And then the guy that was on the couch, the contrast was unbelievable. Yeah, I know, but we said that all the way through. Like, I mean, he did have a really open, friendly, smiling, happy demeanour. And then all of a sudden, bang, he just closed off. He was just those horrible snide glances he was given. Yeah, was there really no chance, though, that the experts could cop that? I Well, look, we were all fooled. I was certainly fooled. Yeah. And we were. You I remember discussing at the time going, wow, didn't see that coming. It's on the record. Anybody could flick back to the early episodes. Mm. And we said, Dan, Dan is a great guy. He's got Sandy. She's so lucky to have him. We were doing that certainly for the first eight or nine episodes. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. We were. Yeah. So I don't think in in fairness to the to the, the experts, I think he took us all in. I don't know though. We're just amateurs looking in and what the way it was cut at that moment. In I know, time. but like if you were listening to the to the experts, so they only see the dinner party. They don't yeah. see anything else that goes on. And then you know everything is new to them, and they they see the dinner party, and then there's the commitment ceremony. Commitment ceremony the next night. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know how much do they get to see. So it's too late then. Once they've matched them and they've gone into the experiment, it's too late. Yeah, it's all history now. Belinda and Leighton, the power couple, openly being called as, and I'd say openly uh, relishing the title. They were up next. We got to see a video montage of them. It was great. I really enjoyed that. There was a tear in my eye. Yeah. There was actually a tear in my eye. I don't think there was a dry eye in the room. Yeah, even Melissa. I just like you look at, when you think about what they've come through to get where they are and they're so united and they see such a, bright future together and they've mm. so much to offer each other it's oh it's a, just such a lovely relationship even though they fight there are some couples that just fight you know they fight they yeah. make up and yeah. that's how they communicate and that's okay mm. you know you don't have to be lovey-dovey all the time once there's a deep-seated trust and understanding and you know a, a willingness to keep going forward we'll talk about john in a second but a thought has just suddenly come into my head did the experts think that uh, Melinda and Leighton would make it initially when they put them together did they think that they had a good chance well obviously if they put them together they thought they were going to make it do you think so now come on now. yeah no they I did no 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 I did I did I think they were kind of saying no these are two power couple two uh, CEOs and you know they've got a lot in common and, and, and on the surface they did seem to have a lot in common I don't know and they're both determined I... and ambitious and right I don't think they gave them a huge chance to be honest I personally didn't give them a huge chance because mm. I was kind of saying you can't have an alpha male and an yeah. alpha female together you, you know that somebody yeah. has to kind of take the lead and somebody maybe has to take the back seat and you can swap that you know from time to time but you can't have two such so, so strong personalities but look at I ate my words yeah just goes to show you how inept I am at reading people and situations mm, well and the good thing was uh, John and Leighton kind of made up yeah I think that in his own way Leighton called John out and I'm glad he did I'm yeah. glad he did yeah. you know and John took it in the spirit that it was offered I think John kind of knew that he owed the guy, if not an apology, he kind of owed him some understanding. An explanation, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, an explanation. He said, I went in hard, but he must have been reading your textbook because in fairness, he totally almost copied what you said because he said, look, I did it for a reason because I knew that you needed it and I knew it was going to work. There was potential there there and you were going to listen to me and yeah, you're going to put the work in. And they did. And look, they look fantastic. And, Mm. you know, hopefully they'll have their five kids and live happily ever after. There were some light. We knew there'd be some dark and the dark surely came in the form of Lyndall and Cam. Oh, God. Yeah. Poor Lyndall. Again, I just still feel so sorry for her. You know, she was so blindsided 
again, Cam had me fooled as well and had us all fooled. Although, no, you said, you called it from day one. You said there's something about Cam. He's yeah. too sweet to be wholesome. The experts even said we had such high hopes for you guys. We really did. But to address what you were just saying there about the problem with Cam, I just felt that that day or that night, Cam and Lyndall were getting ready for the commitment ceremony. And Cam wasn't happy with Lyndall because she was going to talk about the kiss and all of that kind of thing and the background information she had about Adam. I know it was fairly minor in the scheme of things, as it turned out. There was something about the way he spoke to her and the attitude he had. And I could sort of see his petulance coming to the fore. Now, that was before Taylor was ever thought of or was ever on the scene. I just didn't like it. That was it. And Taylor was the accelerant on the fire. Yeah, yeah, there was something there. There was certainly something there. There was there was flames. But as you say, So yeah. do you think there was something between them during the during filming? I think there was an attraction and I think they would have spoken about it. I'm not sure if they actually acted on it, but I think it was an open acknowledgement between the two of them. That's the good feeling I have. Do you feel the same way? I feel I feel they acted on it. Do you? Yeah, if not during filming since, definitely since. Okay. Yeah, I think they've met up. Like I said yesterday yeah. at the dinner party, just how they were engaging with each other, that kind of, that touch where she literally just kind of touched him as she walked by. And yeah. as you said, of here, I've got you. That's, the slip up. You know, yeah. The slip up. It hasn't Hang been on. explored yet. Sorry. The slip up, the, the slip up that she made. Yeah. Where she said it hadn't been explored yet. Yeah. Like, I was, like seriously, what was that all about? Did I miss something? Okay, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, okay. And her reaction after it was like, oh, cop the hell on to yourself. Like, mm. it's where she was after telling a state secret or something and everybody else's reaction. I think that was, I think that was cut. I think that it was a, re- that everybody's reaction was a reaction to something else that was said either earlier in the night or later in the night. Mm. Because I don't think what she said warranted that reaction from anybody. Yeah. Least of all her. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck, I didn't mean to say that. Like It was rehearsed. I'm pretty bloody sure it yeah, was rehearsed. 100%. And she's a crap actress as well. <laughs> oh, her whiny voice just gets on my nerves. Oh, I couldn't actually listen to her. We're definitely going along in agreement. Hang on, did you see her flicking her hair as well? She was flicking her hair and every time she flicked her hair, she was whacking uh, Leighton in the face. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> I think I'll look back just to see that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that was funny. And Leighton was going... <laughs> <laughs> Was he making his whistly face now? Oh my God, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that fish face. It's a whistly face. It's a fish face. Oh, it's I a big guess. fish face. It's a big pouting. It's sucking in the cheeks. He's fish face. so expressive. I just loved it. I'm saying him. it now. It's a whistle face. No, it's All right, a fish you, face. You win, 100%. you win, you win, you win, you win. Brilliant. All right, on to Alyssa and Duncan. And Alyssa finally owned her shit. She did. She certainly did. I think oh, she must have been mortified when she thought about what she did the previous night. I think maybe people said to her, because you could see people's reaction at the table. I think people probably said to her, Alyssa, you need to rein it in. You're making a tick out of yourself. He did nothing wrong. I think she definitely had nowhere to go when the video montage was put on. Yeah. Because it really did expose it right then and there. Oh, look, at I think the video montage could have said more. Considering yeah. what they did to Hugo, yeah. you know, the video montage could have said a hell of a lot more where she was saying, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not my type. He's not my type or at the retreat. Yeah, yeah. The retreat. that was the one. As the video montage came on, that's what I turned to you and said. I said to you, are we going to see the bit about that he's not my type? Yeah. And all the time she said, I want to be alone. And mm. all the time she said to him, you won't, you'll never understand what it's like yeah. to have a kid. My child. Yeah, my, my child, child, my child, my child, my child. child. The friends from hell. 
and the way they ambushed him over the Saturday and every second Wednesday I'm thing saying you know how you feel about knowing he'll never be number one stupid like so set up yeah he really was just ambushed by it like as time the self-sabotage is one thing but this was basically I'm going to finish it I just don't understand her motivations I can't even begin to try and piece it all together she's just an enigma Mm. Um, but I, I do honestly think that she regrets what she said and done I think she regrets not giving him a chance I think she only partly gets it I don't think she's learned a lesson by any means I'd love to know who she's with now <laughs> what sort of man is she with now he's not very clever whoever he is well he's well god he's puts up with a lot he puts up with a lot of crap wherever yeah. he is so I wonder how confident he is in himself yeah you would wonder from Alyssa we weren't really watching the clock because we thought there'd be loads more to go and then they said we're going to get our last couple up and we got Jesse and Claire I felt so cheated I really did when, yeah. when they said that like, I really did I was kind of saying oh no way I was so looking forward to Bronte and Harrison oh I really yeah. thought yeah I really thought Bronte was going to get it oh yeah seriously from all sides I thought he was going to be decimated completely even more so than he was last night um, who else did I think was going to, oh I was looking forward to Caitlin and Shannon yeah I thought Shannon was going to get it and right and Janelle and Adam and Janelle and Adam absolutely I, was, I, mean, I was really looking forward to them so Jesse and Claire it started off really well with Jesse and Claire didn't it it did it did it was very positive yeah there was warmth there between them we got the shot of her hand on his knee and vice versa yeah but then the video montage and it wasn't pretty it literally looked like they were setting them up to sabotage them yeah it did it was just like cut 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 a thousand cuts yeah you could actually see Jesse taking his arm away from Claire mm. and recoiling him to himself like you could visibly see it yeah because they didn't spare Claire's blushes they showed all those points where she pretty much kind of gaslit him said you're imagining things she was just as bad as Adam really yeah she was probably worse she was worse because she was in yeah. the relationship you know like Adam was just he was just anybody and mm. anybody mm. somebody we got a bit of an apology from Adam though in fairness I know. What was he doing with his hair? He kept patting his hair. Yeah, he actually was better on the boys' night. Do you know that? He was more real and the apology was more authentic, I thought, on the boys' night. Uh, he said enough and he said so much that, you know, when when asked, uh, Jesse accepted the apology. And that was nice. Yeah, like, I mean, Jesse, there's a lot of personal growth um, that he's actually shown there. Hmm. Um, the fact that he could accept the apology and move on from it. And, and I think it's a good it's a good kind of example of a situation whereby, you know, bitterness will only eat you from the inside out. And, you know, he was kind of, he was letting it go and he was moving on with his life. And I think he had to let it go because he had decided that he was going to see Claire again at that stage anyway. Yeah. Although and it was touch and go. I really was kind of thinking, oh, God, no, what's going to happen here? He gave that beautiful quote that you love so much forgiveness is a choice yes he he meant that he really meant that and i think he was forgiving himself as well because he was recognizing that his own behavior wasn't very nice and i think that was slightly underplayed a little in the video montage his own behavior it was completely period. underplayed yeah mm. i think in, in fairness yeah. and that's why i was thinking they were setting him up for sabotage they mm. were just going on about claire and adam and yeah. how yeah how awful claire was but like i mean i'm still going to say i think the way he was acting towards claire at the beginning um she did kind of it was like adam was any port in the storm she needed yeah. something she needed some sort of affection from somebody 
Validation. Validation. That's exactly the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, she needed validation from somebody. And unfortunately, Adam just had to be there and available and up for it. Yeah, yeah. And he was seemed to be a good crack on the night. I mean, he's a smooth talking guy. Yeah, but I think she did instantly regret it. Like, I really do. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, when we just thought, oh, they might just go their separate ways. All of a sudden, she's going to Bert. Yeah, but they didn't actually get into whether they were in a relationship or not, or whether they were just friends. Yeah. You know, I I just thought that it might explore that. How do you feel about Claire now? And, Mm. you know, they asked Claire, like, you know, what she felt sitting there. She she used every word but love. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, you can't expect her to say I'm no. in love with him. You know, that was never going to no. happen. I, I don't think I was, I was even expecting that at all. Look, the cynic in me is going to come out here. It won't do them any harm. Probably won't do them any good, but it won't do any harm. No, I mean, from a commercial point of view, it won't do any harm. Soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to Google who's still together. <laughs> <laughs> You managed to avoid it all this time. I did. And now I'm like chomping at the bit. I didn't, honestly, no, I didn't look anything up. I didn't research anything at all. I didn't look at any of the spoilers. And I was really purposely trying to avoid them. And anytime you went to say something, I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't spoil it. (laughs) Well, I'd come across these things like without trying. I really wasn't trying at all. Yeah, I came across them too, but I made a conscious decision not to read them. I know. You have to flick by. Yeah. I, I I, I read the odd headline. Mm. That's all I did. That's all I did. So what next, Hugh? What next? Oh, well, stay tuned is all we can say. We have a nostalgia-based show coming up in the near future. Yeah, particularly for people who were maybe born in the 70s, living in the 80s. That kind of thing. Yeah, that and kind of thing. That was, look, that was a suggestion from one of our listeners. It was. Um, it we was. got lots of suggestions and thank you very much. We've a lot of projects that we need to consider now for the future. Yeah. Um, because I don't think we could stop doing this. I'm, I just love this so much. I really did. I love the feedback and, you know, thinking that we're sitting here in Dublin recording an episode and within 15 minutes of uploading it, mm. somebody in a distant part of the world in a yeah. different time zone is actually listening to it. Like, yeah. it's just phenomenal. It's great. It's brilliant. And um, we will absolutely be back to do Maths Season absolutely. 11. We will likely be back to do Maths UK. He doesn't know that yet, but <laughs> we will be doing okay. it. Okay, okay. But in the meantime, we really hope that you give our new show a shot. Absolutely. And let us know what you think. Hindercast is going nowhere. So keep listening, guys. And we'll talk to you very, very soon in about 10 days' time. Take care, everyone. All the best. Bye for now. Bye, bye. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way, you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com. Indicastreality at gmail.com.